Grace, peace, and mercy be with you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ on this fourth Sunday of Easter. Amen. All right, how about some poetry? What's wrong with the world, mama? People living like they got no mamas. I think the whole world's addicted to the drama, only attracted to thing that'll bring you trauma. Overseas, we try to stop terrorism, but we still got terrorists living in the USA. And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate. Madness is what you demonstrate, and that's exactly how anger works and operates. Man, you got to have the love just to set it straight. Take control of your mind and meditate. Where is the love? Like my poetry? Yeah. Well, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. <clears throat> Justin Timberlake wrote that. Yeah. You're a Justin Timberlake fan, aren't you, Jeff? Oh. <laughs> oh, well. If he were here, we could tell him, Justin, the love is found in Jesus Christ. Uh, try as one might, beating the drum of stop the hate, don't discriminate, the love of Jesus Christ toward all humanity can't be beat. It really can't. It's the universal cure for the world's ills. If only more people would receive it and give it to others. Then perhaps we'd be in a better place socially. After all, we know that love apart from Christ leads to nowhere. And we don't want that. So let's walk with Jesus now to another place of the resurrection. The Sea of Tiberias, also known as the Sea of Galilee. A freshwater lake, actually with lots of fish in it, fish for eating, fish for having a conversation over about love. In one way or another, everyone loves, even the worst people in history loved in some way. In most cases, it was probably love of self. But this is a universal problem of sin. When we love something, it's because it brings us pleasure. When we hate something or someone, it's generally because it's a threat to us in some way. But is love of self really love at all? John says, For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should not be like Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own deeds were evil and his brother was righteous. Cain loved, but the object of his love was himself. His love of self eventually reared its ugly head as hate towards Abel. The message that we heard from the beginning is that we love one another. But we don't always. Neither do the religious leaders in Jerusalem at the time Jesus appeared after his resurrection. These guys were given the task by God to care for people, not just keep things in line, not just enforce the law, but they were to care for the people, especially the wanderer, the stranger, the sojourner, the poor, the oppressed. But their love was directed toward themselves, 
Because they had the life. They had the authority to treat people badly and get away with it. They were supposed to be the shepherds of the flock of Israel. What they really were was more like a wolf in sheep's clothing who cared nothing for the sheep. God's law shows us we are more like Cain and those who care nothing for the sheep than we would like to admit. And if we're honest, what did love of self ever do for Cain or for the false teachers or for anyone? It only leads to lonely exile, bitter hate, and distancing from others. Love of self really does no good for anyone. We need something other than love for self. We need a different kind of love, a kind that has the other person as the object, the object of our attentiveness and genuine care, a type of love that lays down our one's own life for the sake of the other. Sounds out of reach, doesn't it? Sounds hard. A few years ago, I'm standing in line at the Hertz Rent-A-Car uh, Agency at Los Angeles International Airport. And there's a few people in front of me, so I'm able to see how the Hertz employee is treating the customers before I get up to the counter. And it's not looking good. And when I get up to the counter, I can just tell that if I were laying on the side of the road, bleeding, injured, or whatever, this person would pay me of no mind. They would not care one iota about me, probably just walk on by. Now, not that any of us would expect a stranger at a ticket counter to lay down their lives for us. I mean, I wasn't upset. I got it. You know, it's LAX for crying out loud. There's, you know, people of all kinds by the thousands in and out of there every day. Many of them antisocial. So when you're pulling an eight-hour shift at a customer service counter of any kind in a place like that, you might start reflecting the same attitude that you get from people all day long. Where is the love, though? We're not going to get it from customer service. We're not going to find it at a sidewalk shrine for an unjustly gunned down person. We're not going to find it in the halls of the state capitol building or the one in D.C. We're not going to get it at a protest march. The love we need is found on Easter in the place of the resurrection. That love has the other as the object of its affection. It's a love that lays down one's life for the sake of the other. It's a love that's confident and unafraid because it lacks nothing. It's not motivated by fear of loss. Rather, it receives everything from God, and so it freely gives. People tell us that we have to earn their respect. We understand that we have to work to earn a paycheck. When people tell us they love us, it's often followed by because. I love you because... You're such a wonderful person. I love you because you've done so much for me. I love you because you're always there for me. You're such a good friend, and so forth. 
this isn't wrong. It's good when we bring something good to someone else's life and vice versa. But, but John isn't talking about a love that's earned. Did God lay down his life because we're wonderful people? Did he lay down his life for us because of, of all we've done for him? <laughs> God shows his love for us while we were still sinners. Christ died for you and me. While we were enemies of God, we were reconciled, made right with him by the death of his son. That is the love we need. It's what the whole world needs. I'm reminded of that old Burt Bacharach song, right? What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Would you like me to sing it for you? <laughs> now look, if the song were about God's love, how much more true the sentiment would be. John lets us know this love cannot be contained by those who receive it. When Jesus says to Peter on the shore of Galilee while they're feasting on roasted fish, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, of course. You know that I do. And Jesus says, feed my sheep three times. He's not just saying, feed the poor, clothe the homeless. He's saying, share this love I have for you, Peter. Even while you told others you didn't know me, right outside the gate where I was being interrogated and thrown into a pit, I loved you and forgave you. What did Peter do? Well, if he was antisocial before, he certainly wasn't after that. We hear more about him in Acts. He builds up the church. Thousands were added daily to their numbers because of the preaching of the word by Peter and the others and the work of the Holy Spirit. Not necessarily in that order, right? Because you've got to have the Holy Spirit first to preach. Martin Luther says, God could rule the church through the Holy Spirit without the ministry, but he does not want to do this directly. Therefore, he says to Peter, Go, preach, baptize, absolve. To be sure, God alone works, but He does so through us. Absolving is love. To absolve is to, to declare someone free from blame, guilt, or responsibility. That's a love which has mercy and compassion all woven in. And that's the love we need as well. That's the love our God has demonstrated toward us. And that's the love He gives us the ability to act upon our fellow human being. Where is the love? Take, take control of your mind and meditate? Mr. Timberlake, that's only going to get you so far. When you have the love of God, your mind and your heart are taken and renewed with a right spirit toward God and each other. We understand that we should love one another. We understand that. But the source of our love begins with knowing Jesus and His love. And so we do. By this we know, love, that He laid down His life for us and rose it again from the dead 
on Easter. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. <clears throat> May the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.